Welcome back to the podcast at Rock Weekly Podcast that talks about the news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. It's the start of the week. We're starting it off right with Gretchen's greeting. So hopefully everyone is doing okay in our chaotic and wild times. Um, There's a lot going on. There's a lot of good and bad that's happened over the past week or so. Um, News is constant. As 2020 has taught us, wild world-changing news happens almost every day. And it's so wild and chaotic that it will be impossible for us to keep up with everything. However, we'll try our best. Did I sell that right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I sold that pretty well in a sentence or two. <laughs> I feel like I did that okay. And while we try not to, outside of uh, huge things, like we talked about the Black Lives Matter movement while it was happening with the protests and stuff and reactions, we try to stay somewhat out of the political spectrum for the most part because we know not everyone wants to hear just us talk about our political beliefs and ideology. However, if it does come up just occasionally, please forgive us because... Our lives, like everyone else's, have been thrown uh, askew from our plans, and our plan, our plans, Gretchen and I specific, had both music plans uh, for the rest of 2020 and just personal plans. Part of those plans involved Florida. Well, who knows? Part of those plans involved a festival. Who knows? So that it's just it's there is some there is some cold. Hard truth in the fact that every week Gretchen said, wash your hands and wear your mask. But while I'm sure most of our listeners did that, um, it's clear that most people did not outside of people that listeners. So I say this as plainly as I can. Welcome to the second round of coronavirus in the United States. We're going back in lockdown. Great. Uh, um, for those who are unaware, the state of California mandated uh, official lockdown again. They're closing plinks to left and right bars, completely shut down all services like salons, getting haircuts, a rest- dining in restaurants. Those are all shut down again. Mask mandates in many different states in the U.S. More coming. Florida is bizarre world, and they are now Miami has been declared an epicenter full on for all the United States. Florida also had this big, the single highest peak of new cases in the entire United States this past week. I think it was yesterday or today. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I keep going on about this, will we get concerts in 2020 again? Um, no. Not in 2020. Uh, that's the thing. Master, someone just said from the UK, masks are going to be compulsory in stores in the UK on the 24th. Yeah, because the UK was not ma- doing them mandatory. But mm-hmm. things were not dying out nearly fast enough, even though the UK was on like mostly on the same page. So yeah, wear the yeah. Wear, just wear the mask. Gretchen and I wear them all the time. It's not a big deal. You can make a fun mask too. I have a St. Louis Blues mask. So mm-hmm. uh, I have Disney masks in preparation for going to Disney in October, which we may not, not get to go to. It's not looking, good. It's not looking great. So. However, I start this off like with a question that I had an interview with Chris Jericho, Y2J, of Fozzie, the new band Quarantine, Le Champion from AEW, formerly of WWE and WWF. The interview is on the main YouTube channel for Rocked. In it, since Fozzie and Chris Jericho said they are going to perform a concert in September, October, probably October, in North and South Dakota, where COVID numbers are much lower. Interesting. And over this past weekend, there was a band that made up had an actual concert live 
no COVID-19, no coronavirus precautions. Just a stand-up, yeah. regular crowd, rock fans bumping into each other. It was an outdoor show. That helps dramatically. Absolutely. But it was a rock concert? Yes, it was. And I believe uh-huh. it was. It was either rock or country, one or the other. Oh, I remember, but it was like, I don't know, two weeks ago that there was a country one. Yeah, the country one was two weeks ago, and that was that one, I don't even remember where it was. But this one show, which was, was not a huge state. show, I was like two, three hundred people in the crowd, but they were there, and it so. looked, it looked <laughs> and that's just what it looked like. Chris Jericho's response to all this was, if they have to do social distancing at concerts for the next while, for the rest of the year, do it, if that's what it takes. If they have to put those supermarkets stay six feet away from each other dots, those plastic dots on the ground, like I have those mm-hmm. at my supermarket, they have them at Target. If they have to do that at concerts and cut the amount of um, ticket buyers, the amount of people at the concert by half, so instead of, say, 800 people, it's 400, mm-hmm. then do it. He said, yeah. do what it takes to make it safe so we get rock shows back in the meantime for the rest of the year. And I get right. that. Um, that North Dakota show didn't look like they were doing any of that. Uh, so I, it'll be interesting to see if anything comes out of that. Again, it was not a massive show, right. but it's still really, it still had all people were sweating all over each other. And it, even if it was an outdoor show, well, yeah, I know, but even if it was an outdoor I show, something I don't miss. Yeah, that's it, true. Especially in July. But, um, I don't know if it's so hard to say. Now with California having to roll everything back because it wasn't so much the death count in California. It was more cases were not falling and the mask debate was so political in California. Um, Which is what I don't understand. Like, why are we making this a political thing? It's not. It's a health thing. It's because entitlements and inconvenience. No. So, and that's a big thing in California. It's the proud and the wealthy feeling like they have to, don't have to be told what to do. And mm-hmm. there's musicians, and we've talked about bands and musicians having that mindset too. Um, yeah. uh, there's no nice way to say it. Many people are going to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. So... Not the best way to start things off, but I wanted to point that out for the Chris Jericho interview if you want to get his thoughts on it. As someone who is expected to perform later this year with his band and several other bands, and these were bands of na- that had name value. I don't remember them all off the top of my head, but they were like 80s, 90s, <laughs> hair metal, classic rock band style of decent name that were going to play a big show in, the North, in North and South Dakota, and they're still planning on it. Will it work? Will they do social distancing? Who knows? we still got time, and... We still, if we still have, I'll say three months, let's just give them three months for them to decide, okay, have cases finally gone down enough to where we can have public events again. Yeah. And we already tried rolling. We already tried opening up so many States and it's become a disaster. Disaster. Florida is, I, I say this as someone who lived in Florida for over six years. I'm so sorry. My heart goes out to you if I'm in, if you're in Florida. I'm so sorry. I get some other people saying, someone just said, Colorado's been mostly okay, but we have our fair share of right-wing morons. Missouri is the exact same, sir. Exact same. Gretchen saw that firsthand. Um, <laughs> St. Louis, St. Louis is doing actually pretty good. But the rest of Missouri is such rural, nowheresville, nothing of just highway and grass and towns of a hundred people max 
like every 45 minutes apart and you get those super religious right-wing conservatives that have that you know they grew up on the farm walking distance to their church and those are the only two buildings in town so yeah uh, anyway let's move on from the dreaded speech that we're already aware of and how everything's that how everything's in this situation we'll have more information for it as it comes up and I'll be posting that on Twitter, on Facebook, if anything does happen. So, the big news. And the title of this uh, podcast episode, it's finally happened. The dream match. The fight we've all wanted. The War of Worlds. Insane Clown Posse versus Blood on the Dance Floor. Mm. Battle of the whoop whoop! Yeah. Oh. So... <laughs> Now, I, I need to preface this before we go into, like, the debate and the explanation of everything. This all started when Violent J of ICP made a post on Facebook, of his, like, of his own free will, on the Insane Clown Posse Facebook page, which has a whole lot of followers. Do I even want to know? Over a million likes on Facebook. ICP's been around since mm -hmm. the 90s, guys. And they, for better or worse, yeah. ICP and Insane Clown Posse are household names. I don't care if you like it or not. They absolutely are. They are a part of pop culture. Yeah, they are. That, I didn't realize they had been around that long. Though. Oh, yeah, since the 90s. Absolutely. Early <laughs> early 90s, too, if I'm correct. Wow. So, sorry, I was getting something to drink. So, I shall read the post. And it's a simple post with a picture of Davey, Davey Vanity, um, sought-after pedophile that was tried to be put away by... To Catch Predators, Chris Hansen, and many other people who have caught him with evidence, and he's still running free. This is the post on the Insane Clown Posse page from July 12th. Juggalos, keep your Terminator-style eyeballs open for Juggalo enemy number one. This peacock wig wearing MF, fraudulent, fake, phony, devil's penis uh you know what there's so much i have to censor because it's icp punk stone-hearted criminal for some lame reason he calls himself davy vanity pronounced sick mofo but his real name is jesus torres four vocalists of some bs band called blood on the dance floor active free roaming unconvicted effing pedophile out here free roaming pedophile lock him up now if you spot this free roaming beast out in public somewhere you know what to do pick up a heavy object and inflict necessary beatdown. just make sure it's the correct guy first and not some other totally innocent peacock wig wearing effing fool violent j so he lives up for his name yes um <laughs> It's good that he also clarified. Make sure it's make sure it's Davy Vanity right, before yeah. you hit him with a brick. Also, I'm aware this I, that was not a clean read. I had to paraphrase dramatically <laughs> to the point where I couldn't even like describe what was being said and all the insults he had. So, ICP's Violent J and they, he speaks for both of them. The two guys, uh, Shaggy Two Joe and I, and Violent J are calling for the Juggalo army, a very rabid fan base, to find this man and beat him down. I say this as being honest, and I'll then go into my personal experiences with all this. You better believe that could have results. Alicia Taylor said it best on her Twitter, uh, the mm -hmm. head of Cherry Bombs, married to Corey Taylor. She said, 
I, for one, definitely would not be the one to be the target of Juggalos. And that is a fact. Juggalos are... They are cult-like. They are deathly loyal. They are aware that people laugh at them for being deathly loyal. And they embrace it openly. I can't stress enough. I went to uh, how big of a deal ICP is in the Midwest. For those who are unaware, ICP originates from Detroit, Michigan area. Um, In the Midwest, ICP is so much bigger than people would think. Especially when I was growing up, like when I was in junior high and things like that. You would have you would have the junior high kids wearing the ICP merch, wearing the Jinkos, having the chain wallets. But you have no idea how many like adult fans they still have. Right. Their like live shows are still a big deal and a big seller. Back in the two thousands when they would have the Gathering of the Juggalos, which was their type of festival, in the middle of nowhere in Illinois before it got shut down. These mm-hmm. wild festivals that had so many different people. And the Juggalos are not the most well-behaved. That is a fair statement. <laughs> that is me being as proper and clear as I can be. Just because you're a Juggalo does not make you a bad person or out of control as, at all. But when Juggalos get together, they want to get loud and rowdy. That is just how it is. The best way to describe it was from a podcast I heard years ago. Juggalo, young Juggalo fans, like in junior high, high school, back in the day, like in the 90s and 2000s, they were the group that would wear the face paint, wear like t-shirts with messed up stuff with like ICP lyrics, have the Hatchet Man, their logo, or their label's logo, and just do wild random stuff for the sake of being random and wild. They would run up to cars at like a red light and start barking at it like a dog and then run away. Oh. Just random chaotic stuff. Here's the thing people don't realize. ICP is not just jumping on the bandwagon calling out this pedophile. This is not a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. ICP's lyrics have a history of calling out racists, of calling out rednecks, of making fun of people like that, and saying we should hunt people like that down. Ever since the 90s, ICP has been advocating the brutal beatdown and of racist people, of people wearing the Confederate flag stuff. They've been huge on that. Okay, well. They, this, they have stuck to their guns for years. This is not a new development. This is not like they have turned around. Mm-hmm. So Juggalos, who most of which are getting older now with the band, mm-hmm. are going to take this to heart. Because like every fan base, yeah. the bigger your fan base, the more, the more chance you have of having dumb fans. That's just how that law of averages works. So it's going to have it that way. And ICP... I will say this for ICP's music. They have always been in on the joke for their music. It has always been ridiculous, but they never claimed it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So do I love Juggalos? Not really. But do I have anything against Insane Clown Fosse? Not really. They are businessmen. They know how to market, and they know exactly what their crowd wants. And also, I say this without a shred of irony. I'm not just trying to hype them up. ICP, Insane Clown Posse, since the late 90s, has done a massive amount of charity work. 
I am not kidding when I say they have donated and raised millions upon millions by doing free shows just for charity, by just giving away money to different like uh, different things in Michigan and Detroit throughout the U.S. They still do it. Like when I say Oprah Winfrey, Winfrey levels a charity, I mean it. I'm talking millions of dollars. They just give away to charity to help out. Wow. Right. And I, I've, I remember that from back when I was in like college too, when they were doing those, like, like the last gathering of the Juggalo show they had and like mm-hmm. in, in Southern Illinois. Again, they had to have it like middle of nowhere, like for all these big events. Um, and they had big names of those too, but like, yeah, they would have so much charity for those also. And I could go on and just read some of the ICP song titles, but this show would get demonetized in a heartbeat. If I go for the lyrics, oh my gosh. There's, I remember one of their albums, I think it was, oh, I had to have been in sixth grade. I think their best-selling album went either three or four times platinum. Wow. Oh yeah, it was that big of a deal. Like, they had Snoop Dogg on it. They had other people. So again, ICP is a big name. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. It is degenerate culture. That's a good way to put it. But at the same time, it was a big deal. And I remember that. And they had the song with Snoop Dogg on it. They had other people on that album, too. I think it was called The Amazing Jekyll Brothers. That album sold like crazy. So... Yeah, see, I don't know a whole lot about yeah. them. Like, and the reason- when I was younger, yeah. I, I knew the name. Um, but that was... Right, exactly. And that's the thing. In the Midwest, they were that big, like bigger than they were anywhere else because of just because of how many Juggalos there are. They ICP had the perfect word of mouth advertising by the Juggalos and it worked. Someone just said Great Malenko. That was like a mid 90s album. Yeah. So Miracles is the famous song that was so in the music video with the song was so bad and so intentionally hilariously bad that Saturday Night Live even made a parody of the music video. And like, yes, it is that dumb. Oh, so I, I I'm going to try to find that if someone could remind me in the comments, I'll add that to the YouTube card and stuff, because the parody video, it's not it's equally as funny as the original video for the song Miracles, but in very different ways, because the parody video just points out how stupid ICP can be sometimes. Uh, so there's just so much history with that. And going back to the main topic. Yeah, Davey Vanity, lock him up. Um why is he still walking around if they have proof on this guy? He, yeah. You know, there's so many people like that now. There's so many musicians being either called out or exposed for grooming women, grooming girls specifically. That whole mm-hmm. warp. I mean, it feels like now every other week, every two weeks, we get another warp Tour band that had a situation like this where like a band member was like trying to invite underage girls back on the bus at warp Tour. And that's been going on for a while now, too. It's just becoming more and more recent that, like, the, the victims are finally able to come forward. And they, if they have proof, they show screenshots of text messages, whatever it is. Yeah, keep it up. Don't call these people out. We need – it's I – get, I get that it's not a fun thing to do. I get you might not feel safe and you will be a target of, like, trolls and stuff. The way I see it, coming from a family that what there was, like, abuse and stuff like that along those lines – you need to call it out so that way it doesn't happen to other people. Don't think right. for a second that these monsters are just going to stop with one person. Uh-uh. So, yeah, call them out. Uh, for As far as Violent J's statement on 
if you find out if he's walking down the streets and you see him hit pick something up heavy and flick the necessary beat down there there will be negative consequences for that so um you better make sure it's him and then i'm more of the mindset is like just calling him out the street making sure he doesn't even feel comfortable walking around with his crappy makeup and weird hair but you know that's just that's just how i am so Uh, oh have you seen a picture of him recently Oh yeah, he's still. Over- I just see the one that's like circulating. Yeah, he's or- still overdoing it with the. Uh, he's just. Uh, 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 uh. Let's move on. Anyway, some good news for all you Metallica fans. We got word from James Hetfield that not only is new new music being written while Metallica is all in quarantine, and they've actually started recording stuff. No mm-hmm. ETA on a new new album. However, S and M two, we're getting new music this week. So James Hetfield said the original S&M, for those who are unaware, was like the live performance of Metallica songs with a full uh, San Francisco har- uh, Philharmonic Orchestra. With like, so think all these string sections with all the Metallica songs back in 2000, 99, something like that. S&M 2 has already been recorded and filmed and they're mixing all that. And the, he said, we are getting new music this week on S&M 2. So this will be the first new Metallica in several years. So that's, interesting. it's interesting for sure. It's the perfect time to do it. I mean, this is great. This works out perfectly with them already recording anyway. If they're already mixing S&M 2 while they can't tour. Because again, Metallica was doing, planning on doing decent amount of touring this year. They had five festival performances before James had to cut back due to like his own personal issues. And then they already, they had plans of doing other tours. Like they were supposed to go to Australia and New Zealand. They were supposed to do other stuff. So if no one can do anything now, they're using their time appropriately. Another case of another band using their time to make new music. And yeah. as much as it sucks now, we're not getting concerts, we're not getting festivals. We are in a position now where in six months to a year from now, mm-hmm. we will get a flood of new music from every single band we can think of. Yeah. Yeah. And someone said uh, 1999 for the original s That's what I figured. Yeah. So... It's going to be awesome to hear what they have to say. And I'm curious to see, because like they had that whole DVD set for the original SNM, like they actually professionally filmed it, the first one. I wonder if they did the same thing for that. I'm sure they probably did, because that's a big deal. I want to see what that is. I'm very excited. Um, if you keep an eye on Rock, the Rock's Facebook and Twitter, I'll share out the news when I see it. And hopefully we'll get that information out also. I'm happy. When the bigger bands are able to make new music that don't don't often get to put out new music, that means all the other bands that are hungrier are definitely working on new stuff. I mean, Gretchen and I are Avatar fans. They just put out their second single, Colossus, featuring a very special Corey Taylor helping scream along in the song. Mm -hmm. Uh, Colossus is great, guys. Um, So check that out from Avatar 2. But you can check out the behind the scenes of Corey and Johannes in the studio, like he doesn't even have the makeup on, and Corey and him are just laughing and just like making jokes during the recording sections of it. I know to see the members of Avatar without their makeup on is really strange. It is, yeah. Well, I know, and like the other guys don't wear that much, like little yeah, to no not makeup. As much, yeah, but they're dressed but... up. They're dressed up though. That's the thing. They all have like the high end costumes for whatever album cycle they're on, and they already yeah. and they already put out their costumes for this album cycle, the suspenders and stuff, which is a little mm-hmm. bit different for sure, but. 
It is something, but yeah, when you see mm-hmm. Johannes, he looks like a, not only a totally different person, he doesn't even look like the same person. He looks just like no. some random scrawny tall guy. So it's fair to say he's he's very uh, tall and lanky. He's very thin. Yeah, I interviewed him back in 2016, and yeah, he's just he's a good three inches taller than I at least. I was about to say he seemed very tall. Yeah, rail thin. I'm talking like he mm-hmm. he has those genetics where he could eat Burger King every day for the rest of his life and not gain a pound. Oh, so <laughs> he he may not ever gain any muscle, but he'll never gain any fat either. So no. But... So you know what? Take take it for what it's worth. It's working for him though. You got to admit. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, like Gretchen and I are on the Avatar train. I already was sent the album. I will be doing a review of it when it comes like the day of or day before release date. Mm-hmm. So that's something to expect. As we go down the line, before we get to like another debate for topic, one thing that I thought was really interesting came about retirement tours. And I totally agree with the point being made. However, I don't know if it's going to have the same effect for ever, everyone. Mm-hmm. I got to pull up the right thing. Oh, this is, I'm sorry. I closed out of the tab. So the lead frontman of Twisted Sister made a big statement about retirement tours, farewell tours, saying it's garbage when bands do these full retirement tours and farewell tours and then perform later on, like a year later. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, there are many, many bands that have done that, especially the old-timer bands, because that's what the retirement bands are for. How many yeah. retirement bands, how many retirement tours has Rolling Stones had? Okay. They were doing that before Gretchen. They, they were doing that before Gretchen and I were even born. But of course, like, people still buy into oh, yeah. it. Because oh, yeah. They're like, this may be. It could be. It could be. Yeah. I mean, someone just said Cher is the queen of retirement tours. You know, that might have a good argument. Someone said, quote, retirement tours. Here's the thing. Like, if the there's some situations where I at least get the argument. Um, When Under Oath broke up years back, they hated each other. They said, this is our last tour because we can't do it anymore. And they stayed broken up for over 10 years. So it is a different attitude in that sense. But then you have bands like Kiss who say, this is our farewell tour. And then a year and a half later, this is our welcome back tour. And then a year later, it's our farewell retirement tour. Oh my gosh, Kiss is so guilty of that. And I think, and I think a comment like that is directed squarely at bands like Kiss. Hey, I, you, I love Ozzy. Ozzy Osbourne has done so many of those also. The last tour he was supposed to be on, No More Tours 2. So he named the tour No More Tours, had another retirement tour, and then renamed it No More Tours 2. I don't know if I can make any other point that perfectly exonifies what I'm talking about than that. So, Well, I mean, even as much as I love Elton John, he had the original string of tour dates, and then all of a sudden added a... I mean, it kind of was a continuation of his, like, farewell tour, but it was still like, oh, just kidding, here are some more dates. Exactly, yeah, and I kind of agree. Don't play with, mess with people's heads like that. Slayer might have had the best idea for this I've ever heard, and they're still sticking with it, and I think they actually mean it. 
Slayer did their big farewell tour that lasted two over two years. It was mm-hmm. a five-legged tour, and they openly said, we will cover as many cities as we can across five yeah. different legs. We will go all out for this, so that way we can say, we've done it all. So Slayer's yeah. retired now. They've been retired for a year. And that totally, and they did it right. That is like, yeah. as of now, that is the highest standard for a retirement tour. I yeah. don't know if I've seen anything better than that, of perfectly ending and wrapping it up and making sure every single fan that wanted to see them one last time or never got to see them had a chance because they went everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can like they were going to cities that barely got anything ever in the states and Canada. They went to Europe. Right. They went to Australia. So exonify, personify. Is that a word? Maybe I misspoke. Someone just calling out my pronunciation. When I start talking, my words get really messy. <laughs> I but Slayer had the best example of that. So I give credit to bands like Slayer. But yeah, when you have a band like Kiss who's going on. What is this retirement tour 25? They're planning to plan in 26 next year. Get out of here. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone said Motley Crue. There's another one. Absolutely. They were supposed to play this year on that big stadium tour with Def Leppard. Yeah. Like, and again, I get some arguments like, okay, Under Oath and a band like Anne Berlin, they both ended things after like many years because they felt they didn't want to do it before, especially Under Oath. They, at the time, they hated each other. They broke up because they didn't want to do it anymore. They were still younger. They just got back together 10 years later, 10 years older, and they realized, okay, maybe we can do this and work mm-hmm. together. And Berlin, on the other hand, I was at their, quote, last show in Orlando and how much emotion their families were there in the balcony, how fun it was. Five years later, okay, we're going to start playing again. <laughs> to me, that just screams... So either your board or your side projects didn't work out. Right. And it's like, you know, we can understand if you want to take a break. Right. And why don't they just say that? Exactly. Just say that. You don't have to end it all up. You don't have to say, we're never playing together again. Just say, okay, guys, we are in a situation where we put out three albums. Even though we love our fans to death, we are so burnt out and we don't know where to go from here. We have to take a year off. We have to. Like right. we, No recording, no writing, no promoting, nothing. We probably won't even mm-hmm. like, and that's just it. If it goes longer than a year, maybe. Fans would totally be more accepting of that than yeah. hearing a retirement tour when all the band members are 30. And then mm-hmm. hearing 35, we're back together. Get out of here. Come on. So... Ah, uh, yeah, Mr. Snyder, I I totally agree. I totally agree. That's just my opinion on that, though. So leave a comment. Um, I'm very curious. Leave a comment on the YouTube page if you're listening to this on YouTube. If you know of other retirement tours that were bogus, where the band mm-hmm. did come back. Just go on a hiatus. Yeah, go on a hiatus. Just say we're taking time off, you know? Yeah. And, like, if you want to do your little side projects at that time, that's mm-hmm. fine. But yeah. don't just be like, oh, this is it for us. Yeah. And then, like, do your side projects. And whether they work out or not, you know, maybe they didn't have the longevity um, that you thought they might. Right. And then all of a sudden come back. Just be like, yo, we're, we're, putting, the, we're putting it on pause. Right. Just give us some time. And another example, which is not perfect for this, but, like, when Rage Against the Machine stopped because Zach left the band in the midst of everything, they had only been around for 10 years. Mm-hmm. 
And 20 years later, they were finally getting back together. You have to keep in mind, though, the other three members of Rage Against the Machine went on to form Audio Slave two years later. And look how much of that blew up. Yeah. So did Rage Against the Machine technically quit or retire? No, not really. It's a very different thing. They never had any retirement tour. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, 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 yeah, I don't know if pause, but like they definitely had a different function. Yeah. So, but like ones like, like you mentioned, Rolling Stones, it, the, the issue with that is that they're so old. So, people like those of us who are fans are constantly like, is it? Yeah, it's true. You don't like if you and like and like Rolling Stones were supposed to be here in St. Louis this past week. This was supposed to be a big concert weekend in St. Louis. Like, yeah. this weekend oh, here... Was this the one where you had, like, three on one day? There was going to be three concerts in St. Louis on the same day. <laughs> the Rolling oh. the Rolling Stones in the Dome, Megadeth and Lamb of God at the Amphitheater, and then Primus at another Amphitheater. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And we got none of them. However, all those tours are being um, postponed till later. Uh, the Rolling Stones already put out their 21, 20, 2021 tour dates. Judas Priest also, for their canceled 2020 tour, for their 50 years of metal tour, they have announced 2021 tour dates with a few not going to be pushed to next year, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how all that goes. Um, I'm excited, though, because, again, 2021, we could get a flood of new music from every band we love. We could get reti- we could get more retirement tours. Like, let's call it like it is so we'll find out and And like i'm sad about ozzy because i never did get to see him um even though this was like a second one yeah Um, but it's like i don't know now if i'm gonna get to see him right and i saw him twice in the same year so yeah that's one of mine i didn't get a chance to see him um i was hoping to and i've never seen rolling stone so i was hoping this was gonna be my year so i still don't know how they continue well, Keith Richards is a vampire, so there's, there's. I mean, they all look rough. That's but. true. The joke used to be Keith Richards looks a hundred, but now they all kind of look a hundred. So say they look rough, but they're still killing it. They are, and that's what I keep hearing too. Like I've heard many people say they still know how to perform and put on the show, and, yeah. and Ozzy did too when I saw him in 2017. Again, I don't know. Like or now. yeah, I don't know now because like they already said like his health is deteriorating. So, yeah. unfortunate. But again, he's 70, and all the stuff he put in his body, it's a miracle he's lasted this long. Of his own ambition, no, he says that, too. Same. Yeah. So say, same with Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. Like, ones, like Fleetwood Mac. And oh, yeah. Steve, older ones. Stevie Nicks, yeah, was very open about all the stuff she put in her system. So, yeah. She still looks uh, stunning. Oh, yeah. She still... She, yeah, if she... Because... Because she stopped. Because she realized she had to stop. And then she started taking care of herself. So. Maybe it just preserved her. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Preservatives. So, embalming fluid. So, um, for those of you who are doing the virtual concerts, Trivium had theirs over this past weekend. And it got rave reviews. People said they loved it. And, like, they extended people the bot the chance to, for people to buy it like watch it online for like a 12 hours they might make it into a dvd i hope they do because they did a great job uh bees from mosh talks and from the not fest crew like helped like host the show he did a great job with that too um there's another uh online concert for a virtual concert being announced from steel panther on august 16th and here's the thing steel panthers rock down in the lockdown it's going to be a wildly different online virtual concert than 
trivium. Let's be honest. Steel Panther, very talented, fun band. They live their gimmicks. But it's smut rock. It's Mm -hmm. dirty. So, my logic is that this virtual concert that you have to pay for is going to be filthy. This is going to be glorified pay-per-view porn with music behind it. I just see something like that happening. For those who have never been to a Steel Panther show, even at their festivals, at big festivals like for a DWP, they just let any woman that wants to go on stage for the last song to dance around and flash the crowd. So I'm not kidding when I say every Steel Panther show ends with 40 women on stage dancing around Steel Panther showing their chest. That is no, that's, that might be underselling it too. So, so when I saw, oh, Steel Panther, that could be a fun virtual concert. Oh boy, that's going to be dirty because they could do whatever they want because you have to buy a ticket to see it. Oh, fair. <laughs> you know what? Um, I bet they'll make it fun, though. And Steel Panther mm-hmm. is legitimately funny. So, you know, uh, so that's one. I just want to get that out there. I'm curious to see how that plays out. I'd be very surprised if they kept a PG-13 and just performed their songs and that's it. <laughs> I just don't see that. I can see a masked woman. Um, with a wearing a mask for COVID and rubber gloves and nothing else. And just, I'm six feet apart and wearing a mask, that type of attitude. Oh, boy. So, yeah. that That's mm-hmm. just what I see. That's just what I see. Um, someone just said, yeah, they saw them at Rock on the Range 2016. I saw them at Chicago Open Air 2017. So, yeah. That's that. Uh, the info on that is on GetRock.net. The same publicist who manages many other bands sent that to me, so I wanted to post the information on that if you're interested. It's on the Facebook and Twitter feed, too, for the actual link to get a ticket for Rockdown in the Lockdown, which is a good name, by the way. Rockdown in the Lockdown. So that's August. That's it is, and that's August 16th. It's on a Sunday, so after church, you can come home and watch Steel Panther if that's what you okay. want. If that's what you want. So... <laughs> Yeah. Other than that, um, just to give a heads up of things to come, I will be jumping back into more album reviews as time permits. I already said Avatar is coming up with stuff. When Corey Taylor's solo album gets an announcement date, uh, when it'll be released, I will be reviewing that one. Um, This Friday, I will be doing the premiere of my redone video of the top 10 worst cover songs in rock. The 2018 video I did of that, I was never satisfied with the ordering. And I wanted to make this one more about the music. So I'm editing the video right now. Everything's shot up and ordered and written out. It'll be premiering on Friday. Um, there are going to be some surprises on there. Again, the ordering's way different. The songs that are terrible covers, I feel bad because I'll be introducing some of those covers to people who didn't even know they existed. <laughs> and yeah, so keep that in mind. Um, for those, like, some good examples that did not make the list just because they didn't make the top ten, like, Buck Cherry did a cover of Head Like a Hole, and it was awful. And then Miley Cyrus did a cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit Live a few times. Uh, It's just, like, these people get these bad ideas, and, 
so many several people are saying Celine Dion on my last list. Celine Dion covered ACDC. You shook that me all night part. long, and it was I remember that it was horrifying. And they tried to sell that on the DVD and CD too. Uh, 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 uh. So uh, the list will have some surprises. Uh, I'll, several songs that made my list last time did not make it this time, mainly because there have been new songs brought to light. More terrible things have come. Yeah. And there's one song that I missed last time completely that came out many years ago that I just completely didn't even know about. And then I heard, as soon as I heard it, because people on Discord recommended it, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. And that had to go on there. It had to. So that'll be Friday. And hopefully you guys all check that out. Hopefully you share it out if you enjoy it, because that's the type of video that can gain traction. I will give a little bit of spoiler for all of you who check out the podcast. Um, Falling in Reverse's cover of Gangsta's Paradise will be on the list. There's no way I could not cover that. I was about to say, that tried to randomly play on my Spotify the other day. You know how sometimes... Uh, oh my gosh! Like, Call up Spotify and complain! <laughs> well, I was confused. So I'm like, this, this sounds like Gangsta's Paradise. I'm like, but it also doesn't. And then he started singing. I'm like... Uh, oh, it, it is. Yeah. What? And I got very upset. And, and it gets worse. And the thing is, it gets <laughs> it gets worse as it goes on. You have to no. see the music video with the song, though. It makes it a thousand times worse. Guys, by the way, Ronnie Radke, whether you like him or not, whether you like Falling in Reverse or not, that's your own business. I'm saying this specific song, this cover from Punko's 90s compilations of those mini compilation CDs, Mm-hmm. Oh, this song is so it's so laughably bad that I make this is the line that I say in the video. I don't think it's possible for anyone to actively seek out this cover without the intention of laughing at it. So, mm. oh, that is where I heard it. It was because I was listening to the Punk Goes 90s Volume 2 album. Yeah. Because I like years ago, Ice yeah. Nine Kills version of Good Riddance. Right. Yeah. And no, there were some good songs on that compilation. I'm not going to. That's where it was. There were many of those comp- Punk Goes compilation CDs. And there were some winners on those CDs, too. I'm not. You can't deny that. But there was some trash. And this song was trash core. Not metal core. Trash core. So. Thanks. The video will make you feel better when you see him trying to throw bars and act tough and intimidating while singing Coolio's song with Coolio have just standing behind him looking bored. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That, that's just how it, how it is. So, uh, so expect that Friday. I'm still in the process of editing it right now that it's all recorded. So I should have that up on Friday afternoon. No problem. Gretchen's posting her. Gretchen just posted her Q&A uh, for tattoo and piercing info on her channel i think that should be all that's coming up it wasn't the craziest um the most quantitative or most voluminous news week but some of the stories were worth talking about leave a comment on this on the video page if you're watching on youtube if you know of a terrible cover and you could use the ones i've talked about before but like point out some ones that people don't really know of a friend of mine, or a friend of Crash's specifically, brought up the terrible uh, the cover of Thunder Rolls by All That Remains, the cover of Garth oh Brooks' God. song. And Sirius XM played that to death, and it was not good. And I'm not even the biggest Garth Brooks fan, and I'm like, this is kind of weak. See, 
That one could have been good, but they they just added in so much extra stuff. Welcome to all that, that just, remains. Yeah. That wasn't necessary. There was like a, a female vocal track on there that just. Yeah, really I, I remember. Yeah. And it's just, oh, that one could have been good. I agree. I, yeah. It been too much. Yeah. Uh, right no. yeah no you can't hate garth brooks come on now no he's like one of the best and i still stand by garth brooks should play the super bowl someday he never has why i know he's I he's literally the perfect choice that everyone would like he's so good he screams football show he everything about him country and rock and roll all the fireworks everywhere for the super bowl everyone's singing along with every song everyone would love it but instead they put Maroon 5. But whatever. That was years ago. Whatever. So oh, speaking of Maroon 5. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, that's right. Gretchen brought this up just to have a lull at me. Uh, Maroon <laughs> 5 did post announce their 2021 tour dates with Megan Trainer. That Come just, and get us tickets, babe. Uh, you can't afford it. <laughs> those tickets are crazy expensive. We'll sit in the lawn. Uh, both, both may be allergic to grass, but we'll sit in the lawn. So I can throw up and not bother anyone? <laughs> Uh, so you you would not be able to drag me to that show. Not a chance. See, I forgot that Megan Trainer was yeah. Oh, man, so talk 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 about like think of the two foods you don't like the the most, and then put them together on the same plate, and then charge a thousand dollars for it. Proud for that one. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, it's the Car- <laughs> the Karens will be out in full force. Oof. Fresh exactly. haircuts, manicures. I would, I would oh, yeah. want to go and just sit in the parking lot just to see the crowd that goes in. But you also have to pay for parking, so that's See, that would be an entertaining date at the end of the night. So that when you see all those Karens leaving. That would be hysterical. Their hair and makeup all messed up after crying all night. Yeah. Did you see him? He looked right at me. <laughs> he looks right at me. That's what I was thinking, too. Adam he Levine looks me in the eye. Down. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Levine was singing to me. Oh, sure he was. <laughs> oh, with that being said, I think it's time for us to wrap up. Thank you all for tuning in, especially for those who joined the stream live on YouTube. Thank you again if you're listening on Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Apple, Google. Please let us know if you have any suggestions of topics or anything on the Twitter feed on RockedNet or on Facebook. Twitter might be a little bit easier to navigate, though, because that's more public and shows a little better. I thank you, Gretchen, for joining me again on this. And hopefully we'll have more news to bring you next week. And it'll be positive news. And we'll have good things to talk about. In the meantime, please keep your eye out for Friday for that top 10 worst cover songs in rock video. And Gretchen, as always, would you like to please close with that saying that we all need to hear? Uh, wash your hands and uh, wear your mask and uh, keep your distance. And um, uh yeah, maybe maybe 2021 will, will be our year. 2021's going to be our year if we all pitch in together. I don't know. Some people are saying 2022 now. And I'm 2023 like, is going to be our year if we all pitch in together. <laughs> yeah.